1: still in January 22. We're still surviving. (laughs) You are. Yeah. You know, January has come with a slew of more school closures and uncertainty. I see on one hand schools shutting down and then on the other hand, other ones lessening protocols. I think we had gotten an email this week about a school district near us that was decreasing the time for quarantine, which in some cases it's great because the kids can get back to school sooner, but then in other cases it's are we protecting the kids who are not vaccinated? There's just so much up in the air and I just feel like there's not consistency across school districts and even schools and how it's being handled and you know, this is where we would expect the Department of Education to come in and provide a little bit more guidance and I unfortunately not seeing that as much as I think I would like.
0: Yeah, I think it's a difficult line to walk and we could probably do a whole podcast in it of itself. Uh, There's so many different, you know, we see the ableism that's happening. We see just the socioeconomic that are always impacting. You know, the virus doesn't necessarily discriminate against people, but, you know, we do find that there are certain communities that are getting hit harder, right? And I think that not having the type of, And this has always been the issue, right? Between districts, even just in the same city or cities surrounding themselves, they operate so differently. And that's a good point, you know, having the Department of Education, you know, kind of weigh in. So if there is nobody weighing in, then it's left up to the districts and some are on top of it. This is what they're doing. This is the plan. And Others are like crickets. <laughs> They're still trying to get us to yeah. go in person for an IEP. I'm not going in person to an IEP. We are doing a Zoom no. one. We are never going back.
1: No, it, it is crazy. And every time I talk to someone from a school district, that's what I'm hearing. It's just like, oh, yeah, we're dealing with so much, and it's hard to schedule things. But life goes on. Education goes on. These kids still need support and services, and especially our kids on IEPs, and you know, especially our kids who – already having challenges even communicating and, you know, getting them the tools and the technology to be able to communicate. And that's, you know, part of the reason we're excited to have our guests on today to talk about, you know, more ways to have access to PC
0: communication and technology programs. Absolutely. And actually, we'll, we'll have him introduce himself. That was a good segue, Amanda. I love, amazing. So we'll have our guest introduce himself <laughs> and give you guys a little bit of his background.
2: Yeah, Hi everyone, my name is Zafar I'm co-founder of Otsimo. At Otsimo. we are developing inclusive apps for uh, special kids all across the world and we have more than half million kids using our apps to this era like homeschooling or yeah. they need to be home because of the COVID and so on and we are trying to provide the early and intensive education as well as communication and speech therapy apps for special kids and the kids on, on Spectrum.
0: And you have a personal connection. Is that how you were able to, you know, become one of the co-founders of Otsimo?
2: I have a brother with autism. Mm-hmm. And like the Otsimo developing apps for for them more than five years, but we are not actually uh, creating this startup for just doing something for startup sake we just i have a brother with autism and i realized that he has a special interest on my smartphone back then like 10 years ago and i realized that like i can utilize this device Mm -hmm. for my brother's education but i realized that there are not much solutions as well as solutions are ex- like current solutions back then is really expensive mm-hmm. that's because I decided to study computer science I went to computer science degree and the while I was studying I with my dorm mate we just creating some apps for my brother and he learned really quickly like he we just the first app we did is like just Teaching the colors, and he learned colors in a week, and it was a shocking experience because we tried to teach him colors with his teacher and so on more than a year, yeah. and that's why his teachers decided to use our apps with other students he's actually given and uh, at the end, we decided to pursue this to building a comprehensive app, not just teaching colors we are right now, like social skills. Uh, reading and writing, literacy, color shapes, word skills and so on, also communication. We are developing a lot of different apps back from there. And we start with my brother and we teach him colors as well as reading and writing through our application. But yeah, we I haven't think that we are going to create a startup that will actually used by other kids all over the world.
1: Well, that's when we get the best products when you're not just trying to create a product. There's a problem, you're looking for a solution, you're looking for a way to help other people, and in this case your brother, and another student, I'm sure getting that encouragement from his teacher that you know other students could benefit. and you know it is amazing how much technology can really showcase a student's potential more than other methods that have been used for so long so it's really amazing that you are able to find a way to create these apps and you know i think it's wonderful that you're getting now it looks like a good amount of number of school districts who are, are trying to get involved in having your apps and your programs utilized throughout their district right
2: yeah there are a lot of teachers also individuals individual teachers are using our apps in their classroom as well as you know like some kids some kids or some individuals looking for specific solutions and some, some districts doesn't cover that, but teachers also utilize our apps and we try to help the teachers every time to access the app and the content for specific students too. So
0: what do you think is unique about your application that it kind of resonates, right? Like, I think it'd probably be useful for any child to learn, but specifically for your brother, at least, that you could speak to. What I know there's interactive games and things like that. What do you think kind of makes it stand out from some of the other applications that are out there right now?
2: yeah actually, the first thing we are focusing on is early intervention okay because like as you know, like early intervention is a key for the education for for kids on the spectrum and uh, but what we are doing different is that if you are downloading any other apps on the kids category or the kids' app and mm-hmm. so on mm-hmm. the first thing you will get is uh, some of them has a bunch of advertisement Yes. not have. Advertisement and we are against the advertisement because, like, kids are the vulnerable ones and we mm-hmm. don't want to show right. any kind of advertisement. The second yeah. thing important for us, like, they're using a lot of negative reinforcement in the games. Like, when you are doing wrong, they have a, a lot of big sounds or you're just stuck in the game. You need to. Oh, really okay. Divide. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But in our apps, like, we. We put the positive reinforcement at, in the app's mind. And that's because my brother as well, because while we are playing with the other kids app, I realized that he frustrated a lot mm-hmm. because like when he couldn't doing something, the app itself put him to the start point instead of like giving a hint and so on. Wow. Our app is different than this. We just focusing on the positive answers and positive reinforcement. And if you are doing wrong, wrong again, we are just helping you on the road, not just other apps just penalizing you. We are not penalizing you. We're just getting the positive reinforcement. The third thing uh, we are doing different, all of the game we have, nearly all of the game is personalizable, which means that like some kids on Spectrum, really good at math, but they have very bad at literacy. Some kids mm-hmm. they are really good at literacy but they couldn't figure out math and so on. And we have a lot of different content as I mentioned to you more than 100 different educational game kind of content and the app itself you can actually arrange everything. You can open up close the background sound you can close, uh, you can pick the difficulty level for each of the game you can just pick a one item for example if you want to just working on d sound you can just work in on d sound with personalization which is really important on spectrum because like kids on the spectrum needs different needs that's because like the other apps on the kids category just doing one curricula okay. for everyone But what we are doing is personalizable for every single kid. And the last thing we have, we have less animation, which is like sensory safe environment Mm -hmm. than the other apps because like other kids are just putting a lot of animations, characters. They are putting a lot of cartoonish characters. Instead of this, what we did is like we put very safe and calming educational environment, as well as we are using the real images to make sure that they, they learn the concept and so on. But we will have a lot of different features as well, like generalization and the other kind of video modeling and so on, like app-proven techniques are using in our apps to teach kids. That's why. That's really. Yeah. And the typical apps.
1: Yeah, that's really great that you're making it kind of the ability for all ages to access it. Because, yeah, I see a lot of those apps and games out there that are really, they seem more like for little kids. And then the older kids, you know, it doesn't generalize to real life the same way. So that's great.
0: Well, we know kids want to be engaged, right? Whether they're (laughs) typical or neurodivergent, right? And so what is interesting about technology and being able to access it, you know, through any device, it puts accessibility into the hands of more kiddos, right? And I love that, you know, there were certain things that you just kind of noticed, right? Just with hanging out with your brother and seeing like the games and apps. And I know that there's probably a better word than just saying games, but you know, each of the different types of, you know, ways that you present things, right? So you can have your everyday basics, right? So setting a clock, you know, matching weather conditions, all the way to have the use of socialization stories, right? Like wearing a mask, like washing your hands, it's just like the variability with which you guys have really, like, thought about okay, what is the type of application? And just even like the ads-free thing, I'm getting everywhere because I'm so excited. Um, Just because, you know, the way that you were describing it, you know, I think that a lot of these games and applications are very predatory because they know, like, if a parent is in the middle of something, you know, they hand the the phone or the iPad to the kid and like all of a sudden there's like hundreds of dollars of charges, right? And like the kid may not necessarily have known that, you know, he just wanted this little you know, fur coat or whatever for his little avatar. (laughs) So, you know, to be able to to have that experience and really do it for the purpose of trying to make it better for these types of kids is awesome. And you know, we appreciate you coming on the podcast because when Amanda and I created this podcast, we really wanted to start the conversation around children with unique needs in the educational system. And, you know, this being going into our fifth year, we love to be able to talk. We've been able we've been so like, just blessed to be able to talk to so many different people. And, you know, the purpose of having you on is so that people understand a little bit more about your background and what you're bringing to the table. And if you're able to or you're able to encourage your district, you know, that's the most that we would want. (laughs) Is we just bring you guys the information. And, you know, we felt like there was a, a really good story that needed to be told here. And, you know, if people wanted to get more information? Where could they go to get more information or to reach out to you? How can that happen?
2: Actually, if they families and so on, they can just download our apps and the, in the app there is a feedback or contact us section. We will get back to you less than 24 hours if you are reaching out in the app. That's the one thing. The second thing, if you're a teacher and so on, would like to use in school district, just went to our website. There's a teacher's school section. And if if you fill out the form, we would like to reach out to you and we would like to learn how we can help. Just if you are looking for just one license for just a specific kid, we are happy to provide that for free. If you are looking for like using for a lot of kids yeah. in this specific school, we are happy to provide the information how you can reach out. And we are also have NGO program. NGOs can reach out to us for free licenses and we are happy to provide them. As well, you can find the information on our website too. The best way to reach out to me is like just on my email. I will share with you like, Zafar at oldsimo.com and you can maybe put on the info of the uh, podcast and they can yeah. reach out directly to me. I'm also try to answer our customer request every time. No no worries. But because I try to match with the, a lot of parents on Spectrum. Actually, yeah. while we are doing OTSIMO, I'm actually growing up in Turkey in a small town with my brother and I went to U.S., and I talked with mother who uh, still we are in contact in San Francisco. Oh, wow. And uh, she's mentioned about like her problems. And I realized yeah. that we have the same problems on there like reaching out the education is tough. You have a lot yeah. of out of pocket money. You want your kids talk and you need to get the speech therapy and so on. Mm-hmm. That's because we realized that like the autism or special education and special needs thing is a global thing to solve. That's because I'm happy to meet with anyone who would like to tell his or her story to me and I, I would like to listen and try to find a way how we can fix it.
0: That's incredible. And like you are our people. And and that's why we felt important to have you on so that our listeners could get to know you and then obviously get to know this wonderful product that, as Amanda mentioned, is in quite a few school districts. And Zephyr has even, you know, told you guys, please contact him. And not very many people offer that. So we really appreciate you saying that because I know that really resonates with a lot of our even clients, right? They use us as a counselor in every sense of the way and we try to, to listen, but it's nice to get that sense of community, whether it be worldwide or with someone, you know, down the street from you.
2: I would like to say that like you are just meeting with me, but like while we are developing this product we are working with like a lot of psychologists as well as educators and SLPs um, from mm. North America and all across the world. That's because like not just me, our team happy to help to yeah. anyone and to talk with you.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, just to think that you and your you know roommate at the time just kind of had this idea and then to just kind of see it. Come to this grand scale, like I'm sure you're proud yourself, but you've created something that is so useful to so many people, to so many families, and that's why we were really happy that you reached out and that we could have you on because it's important. You know, we've talked to a lot of speech and language pathologists, we've talked to a lot of private, you know, schools and things like that. And, and Amanda and I are never trying to push any product on anyone. You know, we. Everybody comes on free, like, you know, and it's really us just spreading that information. So we were really grateful to you to come on and talk about your story and to be so open to, you know, and give people (laughs) the opportunity to speak to you. That speaks volumes about who you are as a person. Mm -hmm.
2: Thank you, too, to just having this chance to talk in on this and meeting with the folks who who are already listening to this podcast it's so important for me to be in here as well.
1: Well, we're so happy that you were able to come. For our listeners, we'll have all the information in the show notes. Take a look at them, whether, you know, you're looking to get it into your school district or you're looking for a new app to help your child. You know, as we talked about at the top of the show, you know, dealing with so much uncertainty with in-person schooling. Yeah. I think getting some tools to help your child communicate and also learn from the homesteading because not all virtual supports are equal obviously we know that I think it's really important to find ones that are really backed by the science the research psychologists and that sort of thing so take a look and we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you next week
0: yeah thank you so much to Zoffer and yeah we'll talk to you guys next week Bye. Bye. bye